When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome back, witches and wizards, to another episode of the Wizarding World Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, followed my two, by my two other hosts, Nina Kitty. Hello. And Courier7. And with this week's episode, we are continuing our talk about the MAC USA, which, do you guys remember what that acronym stands for? So I was actually trying to tell it to my husband earlier, and I was all like, it's just the Ministry of Magic for the USA, because I gave up. (laughs) No, I don't remember. (laughs) It is, oh no, I have to go back to the old show notes. Um, The Magical (laughs) Congress of the United States of America. Magical Congress. So MA is for magical. Yes. Okay. That's why, that's what was messing me up. Yeah, because instead of one letter meaning one word, it's... Mm-hmm. The first two letters is Magical Congress of the United States of America. Magical Art of Congress. Magical <laughs> Art of Congress. We could Sorry. go with that one, too. It's the Magical Art of Congress of the United States of America. Yeah. That's a mouthful. Um, sure is. But, yeah, we are continuing uh, our talks with the Magical Congress. Uh, as we went over last week, that is literally what nina just said it there it's the ministry of magic just for the usa that's all it is now there is differences and we did go over some of those differences last week uh, but we are going over more of their modern history on this episode so to kick things off we have the 20th century in the 1920s so unlike the nomad community which had strict prohibit the prohibition law against alcohol from any years the mac usa allowed the wizarding community to consume alcohol though many criticized this policy pointing out that it made witches and wizards rather consumptuous around sober magis i mean i get that i mean they get to consume alcohol why no magis <laughs> don't but then if they're drinking alcohol that means they can be drunk and then that would be very suspicious to no magis it absolutely would be, unless they're doing it in their own private things. True. But I True. doubt. I doubt sure. that they 
they did anything to make it more private. Right. No. No, <laughs> no. not at all. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so, uh, however, then the president, uh, Serafina Piquary, uh, stated that being a wizard or witch in America was already hard enough. At one point, she famously told her chief of staff that the giggle water and non- was non-negotiable. Oh, that's what I'm calling my nightcaps from now on. Giggle water. Giggle water. It is Giggle. a so Giggle water is a wizarding wizarding alcoholic beverage that was circulated in the United States. So much like the UK and Great Britain and like the Scotland Highlands have butter beer that we see mm-hmm. in the films. In the United States, they have Giggle water. I love that so much. Which water. I, 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 <laughs> butterbeer sounds know. so you, much better. It does, <laughs> but giggle water pretty much puts it down to a point. If like you get enough good drinks, you're gonna have a good giggle. You're gonna have a good that's time. A, that's fair, and if you make it so tasty enough, point. it's gonna just go down like water. and knowing knowing i mean us three are from the united states and can easily tell you we love to make things nice and smooth that goes down super easy so super sweet oh yes no no burn (laughs) a good burn's good but like if you want it to taste and like drink alcohol and have no constant like no worries of like feeling it just make it fruity mm-hmm. you will drink it like it is water mm-hmm, absolutely so uh house elves worked at the mac usa during the 1920s one such house elf cleaned wands with a wand polishing machine a significant difference between the wizarding governments of the united states and the uk at the, of the time was the penalty for a serious crime yeah that that's interesting um oh. So cleaning wands was a penalty for a crime? Was like Is that what I'm understanding? Uh so it's a machine dedicated to specifically used wands or to clean wands. Um I guess in the UK they don't have they don't use those. Hmm. That's probably what I'm saying what it what they're saying. Um because if you go and look at the Ministry of Magic in the UK and look at the Ministry itself, they don't rarely use much technology whatsoever. Where right. when it comes to the United States and the Magical Congress, they're using as almost as much tech as what the uh, Nomad community is using. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, it just shows the cultures of between the two different wizarding communities and then uh so british witches and wizards were sent to azkaban whereas the worst criminals in america were executed the penalty oh. for escaping azkaban however was the dementor's kiss kiss uh which could be considered worse than execution so there we go there's another thing um so capital in, punishment so in the united states it's, it's straight up capital punishment where you like you commit the crime you're dead period done yeah done so mm-hmm. where in Dunzo. the uk you you literally get sent to a maximum security prison 
filled with dementors feeding on your precious memories and making you miserable for the rest of your life. A shell of a person, essentially. Yeah. So it's either A, be shot or 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 B, be tortured to death. Both are not great. No. And I don't know which one's worse. This just goes to show don't do crime. Yeah, don't 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 do it. Don't do crime. <laughs> don't be a Voldemort. Just no. don't. Just don't. Um, so in the 1920s, the president of the MAC USA was uh, Sophina uh, Pequery. The Department of Magical Law Enforcement was headed by the Percival Graves, a well-respected descendant of one of the original 12 American Orders. It was during this period that the MAC USA closely monitored the terrorism committed by the dark wizard Geralt Grindelwald and his followers in Europe also cooperating in the international search for him. It is also known that during this time, Grindelwald's ideals influenced some of the MACUSA workers. So, with this being said, we are now getting in the territory of the Fantastic Beast series of films because the MACUSA takes a very major role in part of these films. Mm-hmm. So, by 1926, Geralt Grindelwald and his, uh, had infiltrated the MAC USA by assuming the identity of Director of Magical Security and the head of Department of Magical Law Enforcement, Percival Graves, at the time when the MAC USA's major investigation department was attempting to discover the identity of an unknown magical force, causing severe devastation throughout the city. He used his high-ranking position to manipulate Credence Barebone into revealing the identity of an unknown magical force. And Credence, obviously, is not Credence Barebone, but a different name that we have, which is a Dumbledore, which we did go over in uh, our Phoenix episode and our Dumbledore episode. We didn't do a Dumbledore episode. I lied. We did a Phoenix episode specifically with Dumbledores. Yes. I'm getting things confused. (laughs) It's late at night when we're recording this and I'm just tired. So it's called podcast amnesia. Yes. And I also recorded a different show literally an hour ago. So there was that (laughs) too. So uh, in December, British magic, magizoologist Newt's commander, uh, was detained by the former MAC USA or Tina Goldstein when he inadvertently caused a series of breaches in the International Statue of Secrecy related to his case of magical creatures. The severest breach occurred when Scamander accidentally swapped cases with Nomad Jacob Kowatsky at a bank in New York City, leading to various creatures escaping. <laughs> yeah, that, a lot of creatures escaped, and... We get the best creature that escaped, and that will forever be my favorite creature of all times, and that is a Niffler. Oh, he just yeah. likes shiny stuff. Yeah, and it's um, um, it's just a magical platypus, and that's just like fantastic yeah. to me. So yeah, and he, and he hoards like a dragon. What more could you ask? True, that's also true. <laughs> and a shiny Niffler can be freaking green. 
like a platypus in Hogwarts Legacy. I have like a shiny creature of all the creatures and the shinies are interesting. So the three then set uh, about attempting to recover the escaped magical beast without reporting the incident to wizarding authorities. On December 6th, the MAC USA was hiring Obliviators as nomads were having more magical experiences than usual because the problem Snoop's commander was causing across New York City. <laughs> Come on, Newt. Um, get your act together and have a better lock on your suitcase. Or don't switch suitcases. That too. That too. That too. <laughs> well, he has a switch to where, like, uh, no matches and muggles can't see what's in the suitcase. Why doesn't he have that on at all times? I don't know. Maybe maybe he was running late. Maybe he was also tired. Yeah, that's true. But he also... I, then the movie wouldn't happen. So there's that too. It's true. Yes. So while uh, this was occurring, the unknown magical force killed a nomad senator in front of guests at a fundraising fundraising dinner. As a result, the International Confederation of Wizards, already c- concerned with the rising levels of the MACUSA's magical exposure threat level measure, sent a delegation to the MACUSA headquarters to hold an emergency meeting. It was at this meeting that Newt's commander, Tina Goldstein, Jacob Kowalski, were falsely believed to have been responsible for the senator's death and were arrested. Uh, Grindelwald, in the assumed capacity of director of magical security, sought to have them executed. First commander and Tina discovered a hint over his true identity. Commander Goldstein and Kowalski ultimately escaped the MACUSA, becoming fugitives. So, yeah, that's fun. Um on the run from magical police that's great don't Gosh, do that i just need to go back and rewatch this movie i know it was it, so, the good, that was so one. good the first one was yeah. so good and the second so one's good. so good too it's the third one mm-hmm. where it just starts kind of like standstilled <laughs> um mm-hmm. more for the fact if it would have been better if they you know didn't fire a specific actor because of a stupid allegation but anyway mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, anyway. Not to go into that. Uh, after Scamander, Tina and Queenie Goldstein and Jacob Kowalski were able to recover all the escaped magical beasts. Grindelwald discovered that the identity of the magical force was Credence Barebone himself, while simultaneously revealing that the boy was an Obscurial. An Obscurial is basically a magical person who has no control over any of their powers whatsoever. Mm. And then Grindelwald then attempted to proceed persuade Barebone to join his cause after callously rejecting him, uh, which provoked Barebone into transforming once more into the Skiris form and caused him to go into a rampage across the city. The rampage resulted in Cretus Barebone being seamlessly destroyed at the hands of the MAC USA Orrs, Grindelwald being revealed and arrested by the MAC USA, Goldstein and Scamander pardoned and thanked for their role in helping unmask Grindelwald and the masses' obliviation of the thousands of New York City nomad residents and the MAC, MAC USA engaging in a major cleanup operation to repair the property damage caused. Yeah, that would have been a hectic, hectic, like week slash month slash whatever time that is to wipe everyone's mm-hmm. memories on top of cleaning up the entire city of damages. Yeah. Granted, thankfully, New York City wasn't that big in the 20s. 
<laughs> it wasn't it was like the it. metropolis we see today. Mm-mm. Thankfully. If it was like what it is today, God forbid, they, they, that would be a huge be endeavor. An endeavor. Mm-hmm. And then on yeah. May 30th, 1927, the MAC USA, working with the International Confederation of Wizards, attempted to uh, extrapolate maximum security prisoner girl to Grindelwald via using the flying high security carriage from New York to Europe. Several MAC USA orders escorted the carriage on broomstick, while additional orders, along with the ICW's head of incarceration, Rudolf Spillman, guarded inside. The attempt was ultimately sabotaged by the MSC USA worker turned Gwendolyn uh, Akulay and Abernathy, whom in fact managed to switch places with Gwendolyn before the extraction. Uh, Gwendolyn subsequently attacked the transport in the skies of New York City, assuming the control of the carriage by attacking the oars and injuring Spielman, whom he threw off the carriage into New York New York Bay, escaping with Abernathy into the night. Which we did go over all of this during our. Gwendolyn Dumbledore. I'm pretty sure we did a Gwendolyn Dumbledore episode. Now that I keep saying that, it's like that, watching you spiral. I'm spiraling <laughs> out of control. Oh no, it was the it was the Global Wizarding World episodes. That's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. of. That's what it is. I knew we did something with Dumbledore and Gwendolyn. <laughs> That's what it was. Go listen to those episodes. You'll hear more about us rambling about. That giant war with Gwendolyn and Dumbledore because it's a whole entire endeavor itself. Yes, it's very long. long and long. I'm sorry for spilling out of control tonight. That today of recording, this is <laughs> I'm all out of it. But uh, on that <laughs> note, we are going to take a short mid break, and we will be right back. <laughs> wow. Alright, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything with the podcast. It has nothing to do with the lore of the Wizarding World. And this, I, at this point, I just want to thank everybody who's listening to the show and supporting us. Uh, if you do want to support us, you can follow, uh, you can subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash wizardingworldlorecast where you can get ad-free episodes or even uh, ha- join a tier to where you can join us on once a month on the show of the topic of your choosing. It could be Hogwarts Legacy, it could be, be about the films, it could be about fan theories, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about it. As long as it's work appropriate. And then... Uh, <laughs> Also, you can support us by leaving a five-star review on Apple with some words. We'll read it out loud the next time on the show, which we do actually have one this week. Uh, this Ooh. is a five-star review by Shebalin, uh One Impressed Ravenclaw. And it reads, Loving this Lorecast. They really do their research and give us a lot of detail. Love the deep dive on the founders and their segments on the different magical creatures. 10 out of 10 would recommend for any big Harry Potter Potter nerd. P.S. Loved playing Legacy while listening and hearing their opinions slash reviews. Thanks, guys. Aw, well, thank you. Really appreciate that. Yes, and we appreciate all the kind words. And you can leave us kind words on specific episodes on Spotify. And if you leave some nice words on an episode, we'll read that out loud next time on the show as well. 
And then you can also find us on a few discords. Uh, you can find us on the Robots Radio Discord, which is the host network we're a part of, at robotsradio.net, where we have a channel for this show and some of the other shows that I host. And also, you can find us on our own Discord at Ben and Friends Podcasting, which is a Discord server for all the shows that I host, which is including this show, the Final Fantasy Lorecast, and Holocron Histories. Um, so, yeah, you can join us there on those two Discords, have fun, talk about whatever you want about those shows, or even anything in general. We can talk about gaming, all that fun stuff. Uh, and if you're a Final Fantasy fan, we are starting a free company, so join us on there. That's it's gonna be a great time. If there was a Harry Come Potter like if there was a Harry Potter MMO, I would be jumping on that all day long. Sadly there sadly there is not at the moment. But we are getting a Quidditch game, so that's gonna be multiplayer. That I do we yes. do know that will be multiplayer. So mm. as far as anything else, we don't know yet. But who knows what's in the works with the Wizarding World, so Mm-hmm. Let's hope. And anything else you guys want to add into the show, midbreak? I do not have anything. No. No. Yeah. No. All right. Well, let's get right back into it. All right. Now that we're back. We are now in the 21st century, so we go from the 1920s and jump up to the 2010s because we don't have any information in the 90-year gap. I couldn't imagine a bunch of mages, <laughs> witches in like the 70s during the disco time. That would be oh my god, that would be hilarious, though. That'd be so Just fun. thinking or of them like doing the, the disco. Balls of the 80s. Oh, okay, Ooh. now I want to see this. Okay, <laughs> Wizarding World, Warner <laughs> Brothers, get this on board. Do a freaking... Wiz- do some sort of show that are set in the 1960s to the 1990s mm. for That'd the USA. Because yes. I want to see the that. The wild time, yes. So, uh, we jumped to the 2010s. So, the president of the MACUSA, and thus leader of the American Wizarding Society, was President Samuel G. Quaghog in 2014. Quaghog. Like Quagmire in... That's sorry, what, in like, Quaghog is... Well, Quaghog is... Isn't that the town in Family Guy? Oh man, you're asking a lot uh, out of my memory. <laughs> I think it is, but I, I could be completely wrong. I don't watch really. Mm. I don't. I only watch clips and whatnot on TikTok from Family Guy. I don't really watch the show. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, uh, following the kidnapping of Hans the Augury by Amer- uh, Hans the Augury by American fans celebra- celebrating the American team's success in the quarterfinals of the 2014 Quidditch World Cup against Liechtenstein, several. Terse letters were exchanged between President Quadhog and Otto Obermeiner, a minister of magic of Liechtenstein. Luckily, Hans had returned the following day, June 9th, 2014, and the relationship between the two countries seemed not to have been too damaged. So, like, Quidditch just like runs the wizarding world in the background. Oh, yes. Like, and it's just. Mm. I'm honestly not surprised that the American team kidnapped the minister. The or no, was it? Look, 
No, the, the Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein. <laughs> sorry, were kidnapped the president of the the MAC USA. Like, in general, like sports fans go crazy, and sports fans go crazy. Heck yeah, it's different than fangirling or some of the fanboys and the nerd communities. I don't know. I wouldn't want to get between somebody in their sports. <laughs> no, no, sports is is a thing. It's a it's a touchy topic. Sports are. Unless it's face fake sports like Quidditch, <laughs> then, we're, then we're fine. <laughs> then we're fine. But if we're talking real sports, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, I'm good. A lot of emotions, a lot of dedication. Mm-hmm. So now we jump from the 2010s to the 2020s. So we jump ten years, jump a decade, and mm-hmm. in 2021, the unforgivable, uh, the unforgivable unleashed a surge of. Fun- foundables related the weasley's wizard wheezes where ron weasley worked jenny weasley was attacked and ron was adopted by the organization the unforgivable succeeded in intimidating harry potter and hermione granger harry enlists the help of the mac usa in the hopes of finding the best friend his best friend this attack only made hermione even more determined to bring the cabal to justice and the mac usa obliged and sent harry extra orders to assist in the investigation. Hmm. And if anybody wants to know, the Unforgivable was a organization that was in the Harry Potter AR game that was for mobile that is now you can't sadly play ever. Because it, did, it, it only lasted a year oh. and it did very bad. The, well, game, the game was confusing to begin with. They had so much stuff right at the get-go and it's like what do you even do? I was confused in the in the game, and it's hard to confuse me like right off the bat. Mm. Just Plus, wasn't set up right. Yeah, it wasn't set up right, and I think it was the same. I want it was the same team and development team that made that currently makes the Jurassic World AR game for phone. So mm-hmm. you have like Pokemon Go. You have Jurassic World. They had a Harry Potter one, but did not do well. And, and then Niantic is the one that makes Pokemon Go that is very successful. They have a second AR game coming out here next month, which is Monster Hunter, which I'm super pumped for. Oh, why did I forget all about that? Oh, I'm going to have to look into that. Monster Hunter is a big thing with us. It's, it's, like, really September, it's like September 13th or September 12th or something like that. You can pre-download Ooh. it um, or pre, pre-register pre for it right now. But, yeah, look up the trailers. It looks awesome. We'll anyway, have to. Uh, before my, you know, my side tangent of Monster Hunter, because I've been playing that forever. <laughs> um, so this is where we have behind the scenes. So you might be wondering, it's like, well, that was quick. This is a short episode. Well, the MAC USA doesn't really have a whole lot of information. But, uh, so for behind the scenes, the acronym MACUSA is commonly pronounced Makuza. 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 Interesting. Why? I don't know. I don't even know why anybody would pronounce it like that. Um, <laughs> in Fantastic Beasts, the crimes of Grindelwald, the MACUSA is incorrectly identified as an establishing shot as the American Ministry of Magic, one possible explanation is that 
it was so called in the subtitles at the beginning of the film for the sake of simplicity that the benefit of the audience later on in the same film, Yusuf Kama refers to the European and American ministries, which again seems to have been done out of simplicity uh, or could be bolted down to the character's ignorance about the structure of the American wizard government. However, the word... The word, word Congress refers to the legislation body of, the, of a government, especially of the U.S. Congress. It doesn't represent the whole of a government in which President Pink, Pickbury, uh, who is part of the executive body of the government, is not a part of. Yusuf Kama may have been using the, this as a reason for saying European and American ministries. Hmm. That was a mouthful. Huh. And then the MACUSA's emblem greatly represents the uh, observed side of the real world Great Seal of the United States. Her many differences: one, only the bald eagle proper; uh, the only the bald eagle proper; uh, the stars and the echelon remain. The other elements of the nomad counterpart: the crest, the talons, talons, the thirteen level oval branched. The thirteen arrows in the scroll in the motto with the motto are absent. In contrast to his nomad counterpart, the bold eagle dominates the entire emblem uh, as a blue silhouette with variations in shading, uh, and its head and beak faces towards the viewer right. The nomad counterpart faces towards the viewer's left. Mm. Beneath the bald eagle's outstretched wings are three tongues. Of flames on each side, perhaps symbolizing the Salem witch trials. The MACUSA was established as a direct result of the aftermath and therefore used as a tool in rational uh, for its foundation in legisla- legislation. Ugh. Politic words, man. Ugh. <laughs> Mouthfuls. The Ash. Uh, Echelon in the eagle's breast, which seems to blade in with the eagle, is much larger in the Nomad's counterpart, perhaps in proportion to the size of the bald eagle, with its bottom reaching halfway to the border. Its chief, like the Nomad's counterpart, is also blue, therefore violating the uh, heretic rule of tincture of no color on color, since the eagle's breast is also blue of the azure shade, but unlike its Nomad's counterpart, contains 30 white stars in five irregular rows. The coloring of the pathways, the stripes, also 13 pieces, are in reverse to its Nomad's counterpart, outermost sides in white, resembling the vertical display of, of the flag of the United States. The bald eagle's head had 29 radiating lines up to its wings in the background uh, termed in hetery as glory, but unlike the Nomad's counterpart above the eagle's head, is a crest of 13 white stars arranged in the six-pointed star pattern on a blue field within a yellow glory. Breaking through a cloud proper, the glory ends up to the border of the eagle's outstretched wings and within the space in 18 randomly positioned stars, which is similar to the early committee designs of the Nomad's counterpart seal described as a constellation it was in 1782 when the first die was made that the six-pointed star pattern after english hereditary or hildery hildery the 
emblem was adopted mm-hmm. for the Nomad seal. And then the emblem contains altogether 48 stars symbolizing the number of states of America by the 1920s. The 40th state, Arizona, was admitted in 1912, and Alaska and Hawaii were in 1959. So Alaska and Hawaii weren't added yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, most likely in this regard, the MACUSA emblem mimics the real-world seal of the President of the United States, which uses a variation of the observe, observe of the Great Seal, which the number of stars in it contain to the current states admitted to the Union. So, that is the emblem behind the scenes of the emblem. So, it's like bits and pieces are the same, but others are like different depending on magic and not magic. Right. They're kind of reversed, like a mirror image uh-huh. of each other. Yeah. Because they basically live mirror images of each other. Yeah, I well, mean, their headquarters is in a building back. that is also occupied by muggles. So, it's just they push a button and then they can go into their version of the building. So... And then, although it is never mentioned, it seems probable that the MACUSA has a judicial branch to adjudicate in a violation of wizarding law, an organization like the Wizardkamot, uh, which is akin to the Supreme Court used by the Nomashes. And then it is possible that each state of the U.S. has its own state wizarding government, emulating the Nomash federal setup, especially given how many departments of the MACUSA have the word federal in them, implying a federalization structure of government. Yeah, that'd be interesting if, like, each state had their own, like, wizarding government. So you have the state government's wizarding world, and then you have the federal government in the wizarding world. Which, yeah. I mean, it dep- It just depends, honestly, on how large the wizarding community is in the U.S. Because in what we see in Europe, with, like, Harry's time and all that, like, the wizarding community is big, but, like, it's not, like not on the proportion of, like, the UK. Mm-mm. And it's so. only probably so large because it's had roots there for so long, too. Right. Where this one, I mm. mean, they only have a few hundred years working on them. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's possible that the Wizarding newspaper, the New York Ghost, may have relations with the MACUSA as the British Ministry of Magic has ties to the Daily Prophet. And then the worst criminals apprehended by the MSC USA are executed rather than incarcerated. This is a reflection of how the United States still utilizes the death penalty for many of our most dangerous offenders who don't get granted uh, clemency via the defense criminal actions being due to insanity. The state government of Texas has sentenced to death and executed over 430 individuals to date, uh, the largest number of any other state in the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that I mean that's just they the MAC they just literally make the MAC USA pretty close to what real world US is to keep mm-hmm. it like founded together compared to the Ministry of Magic to where they're more separated than the standard government. Yes. And then the Magical Congress of the United States of America was founded in 1693 before the creation of the United States of America in the 1770s. Its name would therefore be in 
anachronism. Sure. Whatever that is, yeah, it, it's it's simply a baseline to what the uh, the U.S. The United States eventually would become. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what we have on the MAC USA. And surprisingly enough, this was actually a decent length episode. Yeah, I made it there. work. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, but is there anything else y'all want to add into the episode before we end it? No, I think we've covered quite a bit uh, about it. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to the Wizarding World Lorecast. And remember, the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to Wizarding World Lorecast. You can follow us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast. And you can email us at wizardingworldlorecast at gmail.com. <laughs>